Hey dreamers, welcome to the Dream Planning Podcast. If you've been led here, I believe it was on purpose. You are created and loved by God and your life is full of purpose. If you've been sitting in a season of searching or unfulfillment and you're ready to change your life and hear from God, this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Polly Payne, the CEO and founder of Horatio Printing, and I'm here to lead you in tactical, practical, faith-led trainings to help make your God-sized dreams a reality in your life and your business. Your dreams matter because you matter. So open up your planner, pour a cup of coffee, and let's dream together. All right. Hello. Happy Friday. I'm so excited for another special episode of the Dream Planning Podcast. Today, I have brought back the one and only Elise Murphy. Yay! Yay! So I'm glad so you're happy here. to be here. Yay. So if you guys don't know Elise, Elise is a writer. She's a speaker. She's an influencer. She's your new best friend. And what I really love about Elise is she helps women shake off shame and step into their God-given light. I had the privilege of partnering with her over at Horatio Printing to publish her devotional for God So Loved last year, our Easter devotional. And it was so much fun working with Elise. She runs fast. She produces things with excellence. She always brings her A game. And so I'm just really excited to kind of have an authentic conversation with her about dreaming, about her newest dreams that have come to life, what's next, and maybe a little chat about some mental health as well. Hello, Elise. Hi, my love. It's so nice to be back and see your face. Yes, I know. It's been way too long. I had a baby. I'm back now. You did. You're so. the original superwoman. Before women were entrepreneurs, well, I guess they were, but especially Christian women, Yeah, you were the first one that I knew of. So listen, it's so I'm nice here. to be here. You <laughs> yeah. You're here. You're doing the thing. I'm here. I'm here for now. Um, so let's just kind of catch up a bit. What's what's your season of life right now? What's going on with you? What's going on with Elise? Um, still have my For God to Love journal out. You know, I just keep that on my shelf. I really do. Um, since that devotional, I think I shared at um, the Dreamers Summit um, that life just went a little bit crazy after that. So I blame everything on you from this point <laughs> of time. <laughs> It's Polly and Horatio's fault. But out of that, um, it was so phenomenal. God just really rebirthed through that process, my dream and passion to write and specifically to help women have the tools in place to meet with God, connect with God. And so um, I realized I got uh, so many messages from women all over the world that were feeling stuck after the pandemic. And so it led me, as I mentioned before, to write Breakthrough Bootcamp, our six-week course to help women get unstuck, get rid of shame and just connect deeper with God. Um, and then out of that, we did that a few times around last year, the women wouldn't leave. So I had to keep writing courses. So basically just been writing for the last year, it feels like. And then um, late last year, I uh, had this realization, Katie, my best friend and now business partner and I oops, moved to the OC. And I had this realization that so many women, so there were like the faith aspect was kind of in play. But if you know me, there's probably three things about me, faith, friends, and fun. I just made that up, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it works. It works. Alliteration. Can you tell? Uh, and I just want life to be fun. And I think it can. Um, I love Jesus so much. And I'm so a nerd when it comes to my Bible and just love finding the hidden treasures that I think the Holy Spirit puts there. 
And then this other piece of friendship. And I just, I love, I'm an Enneagram three. So I'm really good at presenting myself. But the biggest piece for me over the last five years has been really being known and seen by my friends. And I was noticing after the pandemic, so many women were kind of lacking in that area. And I know that because I was. And so often God will reveal what he's going to do in the next season by what you walk through in the previous season. And so I was like, God, what is this piece? And Katie and I were just talking and praying and ideating and out of it came out this new thing that we launched at the start of this year called Club Devotion, which is basically where faith, like biblical faith and best friends meet. And we just created what we didn't see. And it was global. So we were like, okay, maybe we can't connect in person. But if there is a silver lining from so much Zoom time, it's that people know how to do online meetings and there was enough break that we weren't like hating life when we had to open up zoom you remember for a while in the pandemic it was like another zoom meeting and i'm gonna like scream but <laughs> it was enough of a break so um we've been doing that and we every month it's been going amazing i've been writing a new devotional every month so we thought easter uh was enough <laughs> but <laughs> it's been going crazy and we're just having fun doing it and so doing more business stuff and just like living our best lives and helping women make friends. And maybe that mm -hmm. sounds really simple to someone, but most women are like, oh my gosh, actually I need that in the same time as going deeper with God and finding other women that are committed to that. So that's kind of what we've been up to while you've been having babies and um, keeping up with everything else you've got going on in your life. So um it's been a busy season, but a good one, lots of creating. And I'm just super grateful that again, God seems to be putting things in place of like the next step. And I think we're always afraid to take the next step. So sometimes we don't, but that's when we end up feeling stuck is I think when God says he's a, a lamp to our feet and a light to our path, which means he's not going to give us five steps ahead, but what's your next step? And so often we get scared of taking the next step not realizing that you're not going to see the one after that until you take this one. So you're not stuck. You just sometimes scared to take the step. And mm -hmm. as I keep taking a step, because listen, I am not graduated from the scary steps as I keep taking the next step and be like, all right, I'll write a devotional. All right. Before that, I'll come off church staff. All right. I guess I'll create a breakthrough boot camp. I'll create something. And then I called a breakthrough boot camp. and then mm -hmm. I'll create a 2.0, then a 3.0. Okay. Club devotion. We don't know fully what this is yet yesterday we just had our first leaders meeting for that so it's just like taking steps and god's so faithful that when you do that we may not understand the path to get to the dream but i think the way that we get to the dreams are just taking the next steps and um that's been this season so i love it that is such a word for this season and i think sometimes like our dreams we get so caught up in the fear of failure, fear of judgment, maybe mm -hmm. like the listeners that are listening right now, like they have a dream on their heart and it's like, oh, but like, if I put it out there, then people are going to see it, you know, and it's, it's kind of scary and we don't know how it's all going to end up. But I think one of the most exciting things about being obedient and stepping out is the unknowns you don't know, but I think you and I have been in this game long enough to see that when you are obedient, God will take your um, your actions and he will produce so much fruit from it. And often we'll see a lot of opposition. I know when I was creating my academy, um, my, even just my first little course of the dream crafting course to help people, you know, really hone in their purpose, time management, their identity in Christ. I had so much opposition 
when creating that. And it was like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Are people going to think I'm crazy? Is this, am I running through this too quickly? Is this going to be overwhelming? It was so stressful. And I'm still getting people going through the course that are like, this is exactly what I needed. Holy Spirit spoke to me. And so what you bring to the table might feel like so little, but God makes so much of your little when we're obedient. It's, it's crazy. Or like the planner, for example, has a scripture in it, right? Like we randomly kind of throw those scriptures in the planner. Holy Spirit takes that and uses it for people and, and they see breakthrough. And I, I'm still blown away by that, that like the little thing you say yes to, yep. how much it could mean to somebody else that was meant to be on the other side of your obedience. That's the craziest thing to me that I have realized what you just said is that what I think is random ends up being someone else's revelation simply because the Holy Spirit put his finger on it. And so what we think is it's not good enough or it has to be perfect or like, oh, it's not ready to go out. The Holy Spirit's just waiting, being like, yeah, that's because I'm meant to do the rest. Like, but if we don't release that thing, even if we don't think it's ready, like what we're really actually saying is I have to do it all. We don't give the Holy Spirit any room to put his I don't know, magic sprinkle dust on it. That's what, what is that? <laughs> but, like, but when we do, it's so amazing how the message is that how it's just the right time for someone else. And mm-hmm. um, I love that. The random stuff man, those are the things, the things that I don't even think anything else about the random stuff I released out that I'm like, well, we'll see. Um, someone's like, that's the revelation I needed. That's so cool. I love that. So I just want to quickly share with listeners, if you guys are interested in club devotion and that's something that, you know, you're like, Oh, I want to learn a little bit more. Um, I do have a link for you to jump into and it's in the show notes, but I wanted to go ahead and share what that link is. And it's just HoratioPrinting.com backslash club devo so that's h-o-r-a-c-i-o printing.com backslash club devo and you can go ahead and start learning about it while you're on your walk right now listening to us and we before we jumped on here you don't even know this polly i love doing things that you don't know i'm gonna do yay (laughs) she's like yay (laughs) um we're gonna give one uh a month free to one of your listeners so you can decide and you will just get us their um email um and we'll contact them, but we just like love Horatio and we just super love what you're doing. And I think it ties in so beautifully. So, I mean, club devotion is for those that wondering when I say, what does that mean? Biblical faith and best friends meet, right? Like sounds cool, but what actually is it? So I realized um, what sometimes just going to the gym, showing up is the hardest part, but then who knows when you get to the gym and you suddenly see all the machines, you're like, well, crap, I don't know what I'm doing. Like suddenly the bicep machine turns into a neck machine accidentally because you're like, I don't even know how to use this thing and you end up leaving. And sometimes spending time with God can feel like that is that sometimes it's just enough to sit down with my Bible and then it's like, but now what? And so at Club Devotion, um, again, it's Horatio's fault, the For God So Loved devotional. (laughs) And we take a devotional every single week that I write, every single month rather. And it's different themed. We've done um, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob was one of them. Um, we're about to, in May, actually, sneak peek, go through um, what does it look like to be empowered by the Holy Spirit? I mean, we just did Easter, and then we have Pentecost Sunday, which was when um, Jesus, when he ascended to heaven, said, wait here, the Holy Spirit's going to come. 
what did it actually empower us to do? So we're going to look at the fruits of the spirit and guess what? They're more than just like a fairy tale for our faith. Like they're actually things that we can use. And then we're going to look at like, what are the actual gifts of the Holy Spirit? How has God wired you? Because the fruits of the spirit are um, accessible to all of us if we have the Holy Spirit. Um, but the gifts, God gives them to individuals. Like your gifts are not the same as my gifts. And so if we don't know what they are, how are we meant to use them and develop them? So we're literally going to take people through to discover their gifts. We have like like assessments and all that kind of stuff on that month. So that's next month, but we just did obviously Easter and um, every day there's a voice prompt with my commentary for the day to help you dive into it. And there's application prompts every day of, hey, here's the questions specific for each day and how to take your reading for the day deeper. Um, there's a private community. And then we gather and have club meetings every single week um, on Zoom together. Um, and we talk about what we're learning. We get into breakout rooms. We pray together. Sometimes we have guests. And then the girls do that. Like they have games nights. They have, they make friends at the same time. And so um, there's so much stuff in there. So I'd really encourage people, if there's any inkling of like, I think I'm that person that goes to the gym, like the spiritual gym. I sit down my Bible and I, I just... I get lost or you just need some electrolytes. If you're feeling a bit spiritually dehydrated at the moment. Um, we've heard so many cool stories again on our simple random. Yes. That the Holy spirit, I think was just waiting for us to be like, we, we felt like it had to be more perfect, but we've been kind of making it up as we go for the last six months and God's doing stuff. So, Oh, that's so cool. I love your obedience. I was just going through the club devotion page where you were explaining everything that you get with it as I was, um, you know, just kind of looking into it more because you launched this when I was in full on maternity leave. Like I, I was first, I was watching it, like nursing at 2am, like, Oh, that's really cool. Go Elise, you know, but like, I'm like, okay, let me dive into this more. And, um, I was just in like Acts chapter two and I'm like, this is some Acts chapter two goodness of like, you know, meeting often yes. and connecting and staying generous and just, what that early church looked like, you know what I mean? And it was just hanging out, being together, spending time, being praising God together and being thankful um, and just sharing their story, sharing your testimony. And so for me, I was like, we had literally in the shower last night, like that's some Acts chapter two stuff right there. I love it. Um, so where it came I, from I, that's, it came that's, from. was the that's early great. church. And I was like, there's so many people that we're looking at church right now and so many people think church has to be one way. And I'm like, if anything, like the last couple of years has showed us, it's that we might've been missing what God meant the church to be for a while. And that doesn't mean the other expressions are wrong. Mm -hmm. It means it's all of it. And so mm -hmm. how do we make it for specifically women who I feel called to, how do we do church together? Especially if we're global, we have it right now four or five countries now as like that makeup club devotion and um, it's Australia, Canada, US, England. And I feel like there's another one that I'm missing. I'm so sorry, um, <laughs> but that's wild. And so it's like, we can't gather. So what does it look like to be the church? Um, because it's about friendship and faith. And mm. sometimes we miss it in all of the- And fun, there's fun, fun. you know, absolutely. So I love that you're going to give away a winner. And I think people are like, well, how do I, how do I win? You tell them. I don't know. You have to yeah, make so here we go. Out. This is how you can win. Okay. <laughs> so go over to your messages in your phone, guys. If you're listening, head over to your text message. Text me. If you don't have my number, go okay. ahead and save it. It's 877-387-6348. Text me the word, all caps, one word, 
free Debo, free Debo. And I will pick one winner to join the May group. So you'll get um, enrolled before May and you'll get to do the spiritual gifts testing and all of that. That's so fun. So make sure you text me and do it quickly because the time is of the essence because May is just around the corner. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's how you can win. If you were like, how, do, how can I enter? That's, that is how you Perfect. do it. So I'm just so excited. That's amazing. May sounds awesome. Um, and I just love what you're doing there and how you're being obedient and your yes, you're like your sacred yes. I think that is incredible. I wanted to quickly chat a bit with speaking of May. May is mental health mm-hmm. awareness month. Yep. And I know you've had your own mental health journey mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I know a bit about your story. I've had my own mental health journey, uh, really struggled last year in May and June, which is tough. Cause like my number one thing I love to do is encourage. And I just felt like, you know, a bag of doo-doo. And so, um, for lack of better words, so let's just chat a little bit. I want to just pick your brain on like how you are handling this season because you are running fast. You're saying, yes, you're doing scary things. You're taking all these steps. How are you nurturing your mental health in such a busy transitional unknown season? Yeah. It's such a big question. Shout out to my therapist, Wendy. Uh, (laughs) She's helping me. I'm a big fan of therapy. Um, but you know, whether it was going through my divorce in 2017, quite publicly in ministry or, um, just the pandemic and being isolated when I'm an extrovert to now being in a season of so much new and moving into the hybrid of business and ministry, um, and always giving, always encouraging. There's so much there. So my, my mental health and mental wellness journey has really been on a few different, um, seasons, if you will, and different things have been required in different seasons. And um, I think it's Matthew 5 or Matthew 11 talks about the rhythms of grace. And I think when we are running fast, when God's asking us to slow down, or we're slowing down when God's asking us to speed up, we're out of the rhythm that's going to have the grace on it. And I think those are the seasons we struggle, especially. And coming out of a pandemic, who hasn't struggled with their rhythm? Like, honestly, if you haven't, like fly around the room, like honestly, like you're probably an angel or probably perfect. Like, (laughs) I think we've all struggled to find our rhythm. And I think that's because we're realizing the pace our life was at was unsustainable. And it gives me the analogy of, I don't know if you have experienced this, but if you've been driving along a highway, it happens a lot or a freeway in, um, in America. And if the cars are all going too fast, what will often happen? I don't know if you've ever seen this, where a police officer will put their lights on and they, or a couple of police officers, and they'll start to drive really slowly back and forth in front of the cars that are going too fast. Happens a lot in LA. And for about five miles, it's so frustrating because always you're in a, you're running late when it happens. But if say the speed limit is 65 miles per hour and everyone's going 80, so no one's going to slow it down. There has to be this outside thing come and slow everything down, right? It gives me that idea of perhaps one of the ways, and I believe God creates evil, but God may have used 2020 mm-hmm. to slow everything down. So that when we get back up to an 85 speed, we'd be like, oh, wow, this is how I was going before. This is way too fast. And I think for a lot of us, fast, um, like fast doesn't have to mean hard. And mm-hmm. I think that there, if there's a grace on the season, um, that's amazing. 
but making sure we're resting well. And so right now for me in this season, I mentioned it before, but Katie, my best friend and business partner is really good at making sure I rest. And I need people like that because it's not my default. I will go, go, go until I burn out and then I'll go some more. (laughs) I'm like, it's fine, don't worry about it, I'm fine. Until I'm going on fumes. And so if you're someone like me that prefers fast, make sure you have people around you that are not yes people are going to challenge you and be like, sit down chill out and stop drinking that Red Bull and take a day. Like you need to take a second because what's so funny is that when I'm going fast, I'm actually not as creative either. It's Mm -hmm. in the spaces that we can be still that our creativity comes back for me to even create content. And so I think I've been in different seasons, um, but for right now, for me, I mean, last year we partnered with a wellness company uh, called Amare that uh, the mental wellness company And it's about, uh, the whole idea is just about living to your potential. So whether it's using Amari supplements or your own type of supplements, just finding something for you that works, that helps me supplement um, my body and what my body actually needs to stay focused, to stabilize my mood, all this kind of stuff. But if something else works for you, do that. Just find out where you're lacking. And rather than sticking your head in the sand and hoping it will go away, I think sometimes we have to address that. And if that's therapy, get therapy. If that is rest, get rest. If that mm-hmm. is sometimes procrastination can be the biggest trigger to mental health because you know there's something on the back burner that would probably take you between five minutes and five hours to do if it's really big. Um, but while we're not doing it, of course that anxiety is going going to go around. That's why I always talk about a next step and things like have, be a quick problem solver. And so- For me, there's so much in terms of this like mental health, mental wellness world that I'm just learning. Mm -hmm. I just know that like God is a God of rest, even if your season is busy. And so how do we have that internal rest, even if we're going, going, going? And I mean, you can speak to this as a new mom and even just your season last year of like, like getting pregnant, (laughs) like being pregnant, trying to navigate that. Plus also being a businesswoman, having responsibilities, Mm -hmm. all of us trying to figure out, like, think about it. We came out of this pandemic and we all used to have not just family um, and not just really good friends, but we actually used to have the middle ground, which I believe the pandemic took out, which was the moms you saw at the pickup drop off you got to see for a few minutes every day or the friends you'd go and see a sports game with that maybe people you didn't share all your see that people in the office that you could yeah. like talk to at the water cooler and talk about your week we lost that middle ground and so there is something to be said about the fact that Jesus had 3 12 120 and then the multitudes and so when we lose one of the circles no matter what no wonder we all feel like we've got mental and social vertigo and we're like what what's happening we actually have to take stock. And so many people, um, and that's what I didn't do after the pandemic at first was take stock of where am I and what do I need right now? And so if we keep going without taking stock, like the problems don't go away. That's so good. Sometimes that's where we have to like slow down enough to take stock of what you need right now. That's so good. It it starts with reflection, right? If you're not taking the time to journal, to process, to reflect, like, where am I and what's wrong there? It's going to be really hard to see any change, transformation, improvement, anything. And it's so easy for us to stay in our autopilots of distraction, numbing out whatever we're doing. And we don't even think about it that we're doing, whether that's the TikTok rabbit hole 
bottle of wine, whatever it is, you know what I mean? Like we're, we're filling up on other things because we don't want to face that internal world. Right. And so reflection is the, I think the key to figuring out what you need, whether on your own or even with a therapist, with a trusted friend. Um, And what I will say to somebody on that journey is I do believe it gets harder before it gets easier facing your inner world, facing your situation, facing the truth of like where I'm at right now. And like, how did I get here? It's hard. It's hard to own up to it. Like my husband and I do a marriage journal once a week and we've been doing it now for like years. It's become habitual, which is awesome. And we sit down, we answer six questions. And like, sometimes we don't even talk about it. We just write it down and read each other's answers and like done, good night. But like, sometimes we'll sit there and talk about it. But let's say there's a month where we stop doing it because it's busy. We didn't take it on vacation with us because it's a book and like whatever, we just haven't done it. And then when we finally sit down to do that marriage journal again, there's usually a fight. There's something we have to work through. There's something that we have left unsaid. There's a bitterness to work through. There's some sort of something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, we have to sit there and process it, share. And then we work through it and it's better. And then it's like, if we can stay consistent with this journal and keep it like that, that piece once a week where everything's getting like somewhat brought to the, the yeah. top, the surface and addressed, we stay healthy. It's yep. when we don't do it for a while that it's like things build up. Um, anyways, I think so. that, no, I think that's so powerful what you said too of that it gets harder before it gets better. And sometimes that's the reason people stop. And so mm-hmm. even as you said that, I was like, we're talking about before random, what's random to you is a revelation of someone else. And I think that that's like, that's what someone needs to hear right now is that if you've started this journey towards mental health or even spiritual health or as a habit or a something like the, the marriage journal. And you're like, wow, this was meant to make my life better. Or you start a therapy and you're like, I feel like everything's falling apart now and everything's crap. Like it was better before I started doing this. Well, in the same way that as you like someone that struggles with acne or I just always see pictures and analogies. So someone's like, she uses a lot of illustrations. I can't help it. I'm a preacher. Um, but like in someone like you're clearing your skin out, what they often say is the the dirt has to come to the surface. So it's going to get worse before it gets better, but you're in a detox process and detox means it's got to come up. And so it might feel messy and it might feel exhausting in those seasons, rather than giving yourself permission to go back, give yourself grace to rest. And I think that's the difference between people that get to that point of clear skin, the result they want, the the better mental health, the better spiritual health, the results on the other side, and the person that tried it and it didn't work for them is the time in between to allow your body, both physically, emotionally, and spiritually to do what it needs to do, understanding that if I can get through this season, this is not my fault. It's not that this didn't work for me. It's that God's allowing some stuff to come up and it might feel harder before it gets better, but that should just be your proof that there is breakthrough on the other side of it. So rather than quitting, um, learn to rest in those seasons, not quit is so That's important. So, so you said that it's powerful. It's so good. That's so good. It's just important. Cause I think sometimes we're like, great, I'm going to go to therapy and I'm going to feel so good. And then like you go to therapy, but like this was up- horrible. <laughs> you bring up all your childhood trauma. Like all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh. And you, you start to look around and notice 
the things that you've been neglecting, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not that your life was better. You just were numb to it. You were living in that dysfunction and we all have been there. And that's why we speak to it because we, Lisa and I are both guilty of this, right? We've been on that journey. Okay, so one last question for you. Katie, best friend, she helps you rest. Mm -hmm. What do you mean by that? Like, I, I- I just love to like pick down to the practical of like, what do you mean? Cause like my friend helps me rest. Like, is she like telling you to go to sleep at night? Is she like, well, she's fun fact. Like, what she's is- actually, yeah, she's actually a sleep trainer for children. Um, <laughs> so she does love sleep. Um, okay. We always joke about that. Um, but she, so she's a sleep trainer for, for kids and for babies. You can hire her if you need her, but um, I'm in the four month sleep regression. So I told, well, I, oh, you need to talk to her then. Um, but I told her, as a course person now, I'm like, you've got to create a course for adults because she's helped me rest. Literally in sleep, I have a nighttime routine like a child's and it works great because your body, in the same way that you can tell your body it's time to work out by putting your gym clothes on, putting your playlist on, you take your pre-workout, you're, you're literally telling your body what you're about to do or whether it's work, you're driving to work, you open your laptop, you get your coffee, whatever it is. We actually tell our body to sleep too. And so there's actual things that what, that's why we struggle. If you're doing this on your phone, for those that are listening, I'm looking at my phone, your screen until 10.55 PM and you're trying to go to sleep by 11 PM. Like good luck because like you didn't tell your body it was time to wind down fam. And I noticed that I was doing work up until the other night I was going to bed and I was like, why am I so restless? And I was like, oh crap, that was my fault. But you, you tell your body it's time to go to sleep. So yes, she literally has helped me sleep. She doesn't tuck me in, everyone calm down. Um, <laughs> but, but she will, she'll be like, hey, you need, and because we live together too. And um, she, we really, God spoke to us individually. I think I've told this story before, but God spoke to us individually. Um, what the hilarious story is God spoke to her before me and said like, Elise needs a friend. This is like six years ago. Elise needs a, you're going to teach Elise what a real friend looks like. And she was like, okay. And God was like, it's going to be tough. (laughs) Which now I think about and I'm like, God bless you. I really was horrible. And she's like, no, it's great now. She's so sweet. We balance each other out. But God has spoken to us individually since then. um, That Hey, I'm going to train you for your husbands with this friendship. Because we really good in church about training people like just get married. But we don't teach people how to be friends. Like that's why one of the passions about us at Club Club Devotion is that we teach friendship. Like how do you actually be friends with someone? How do you work through conflict? How do you disagree and still love each other? How do you not people please and then get resentful of that person you were trying to people please? Like all of that, we got to learn it. And so we have the like deepest friendship I've ever had in my life. She's, I call her my sister to anybody that I introduce her to because it's easier these days. Um, so she does have permission in my life to tell me when I'm being a brat, when I'm going past my boundaries, when I told her I don't want to do something anymore. And then she can see me like kind of bending back towards that habit or whatever. And so knowing that my bent is not to rest, she does have permission. And I have given her express permission to say, Hey, um, you haven't had a day off in three weeks. You need to sit still because I find it difficult to sit still. Um, maybe for you, that's not your problem. Maybe for someone listening, it's like, it's the opposite. It's like working out or it is getting up and doing that thing. Maybe procrastination, maybe having conflict with someone and and having tough conversations. There should be someone in your life that you trust that you have given express permission to, to say, Hey, that thing is kind of creeping up again. Let's talk about it. 
And the coolest thing is there's no shame. There's no judgment. There is, I know on the other side of this hard conversation about the fact that I haven't rested, there's something underneath, underneath this. There's, I felt like I needed to prove something. I was worried if I didn't do anything, like it wasn't going to happen. I wasn't trusting God with it. And so um, in learning how to rest, she knows what, what refreshes me. So anything to do with sun, being in the sun for me. So um, we'll go to the beach or like, we'll, we just had a vacation. So for us, with our schedule this year, we talked about it as well. So I know that it may not be a every week I get that Sabbath day of the week, which for some people they hold dearly. And I love that for them. For me, it's about putting intentional vacations and breaks in throughout the year so that I have, I just, we just came back from Mexico with my parents last week and I slept for like the first two days, y'all. Like, and so I'm not saying that like, I'm doing it perfectly either. Clearly I was exhausted, but we've put those circuit breakers in, if you will. Mm. Um, so whatever rest looks like for you, yes, it's, it's sleeping for your body, but it's also emotional rest. So for us, I have a really tough time switching off at the end of the day. Cause when you're an entrepreneur, like turns out you never switch off. <laughs> yeah. And now that we work from home, it's like, how do we do that? So, so yesterday uh, we went and saw a movie and the movie time was hilarious. Cause it said matinee. And we were like, oh my God, are we 97 years old? Um, but it was a 5 PM because we were like, nope, we're done with work and the cinema's next door to our apartment. So we left our apartment and that's how we were like, work is done today. There are things that we put in our way to say, this is done. It's time to rest. And so um, does that help answer your question of just absolutely no I think it, it's so funny that Katie is a sleep trainer because that makes so much sense that oh like, it's full on an anointing you, yeah it taught you like adults need bedtime routines too which we absolutely do um I've been studying sleep training for my baby you know and like you do this with a child you stay consistent it yep. tells their body to go to sleep it's the same for adults I was just curious of how you had that friendship, you know, and like how you've given that express permission. That's huge. I recently asked someone in my life, like, what are my blind spots? Cause so often, oh, right. We get, I hate asking that question. I know. I know. And then I said, do you want to know yours? And they were like, no, <laughs> <laughs> I like that person. That's amazing. And then they Please texted me honest. back like a week later, like, I think I'm ready, you know, but, um, I think that's just, it's just cool to, to get to a place where you're ready to grow. You're ready to hear truth spoken into your life and give people that permission because, um, what's not obvious to us can be very obvious to the people that we're around. And it's just a great way to grow and people are going to give you their unsolicited advice anyway. So why not set it up in a forum when you're ready, when you want to hear, you want to grow and like they can, and it's not in like a heated situation or maybe they're sharing it because you're doing it right there and you're triggered they're triggered you know like let it be a place where you open up so that's really cool and one of the one of the unexpected blessings from it is that I actually care less about what people think now so I struggled for so long and you know it's we're human so we all still I still do and have triggers and stuff like that but really cared about what people thought and just needed everyone to like me and um it's funny that caring deeply about a couple of people's thoughts and wisdom and opinions and their counsel in your life actually helps me let go of people I don't even know on Instagram that have an issue with my life or that would love to just be a keyboard warrior behind the screen um especially about women in ministry anyway we don't have time um but it's one of those things that it's a blind spot blessing, if you will, that when you actually get that accountability in your life with the right people, 
the thing you don't realize is that it helps you let go of the opinions of other people that you don't know that may be causing some of the things that you're trying to break in your life. And so it's, it's one of the things that we don't really talk about a lot, but once you get that accountability, I hate that word, but like, because it comes with so many like bad connotations. Um, once you get that trusted person that can help mm-hmm. you do what you really want to do, it's been so great that you actually also can let go of other people's opinions that don't matter anyway. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Well, this has been so life-giving. I'm so excited for you and your new dream that came to life. I love talking about dreams. You're obviously a dreamer and you're a doer, which is really incredible. So make sure you guys learn more about Club Devotion. Go hang out with Elise on her Instagram page. I'm going to put all of her links below. Remember, you can actually um, sign up to get a free or enroll to um, win a free month in Club Devotion All you have to do is text me, text me the word free Devo, all caps, and I'll give you my number if you don't have it, 877-387-6348. And if you are like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and enroll, maybe the giveaway's over by the time you're listening to it, just go to HoratioPrinting.com backslash. And they can enroll and pay. And then if they win, we'll just like back pay it so like we'll oh, just nice. they can like sign up so they get in so they don't miss the um may enrollment the may enrollment and if they win so do it in faith fam come hang out with us for me that'll be awesome so yeah it's horatioprinting.com backslash club devo and that will take you to the page you need to go to yay, yay. that's the journey <laughs> and we have all the links in the show notes as well Elise, thank you so much for joining us today. This was so fun to catch up and hang out and just pick your brain. I love you. Love you too. Bye.